Welcome to Word Alive. We're so thankful that you join us today, and we're thankful for every time you join us. I'd like to continue on uh, the gifts of the Spirit, and today I'd like to touch on the subject of the gifts of healings. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and we'll start in verse 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Now to be ignorant, it means that you may not know a lot about a subject. It doesn't mean anything but that you might lack some knowledge in that area, which I don't think anyone on the planet has uh, full knowledge of the gifts of the Spirit. But he wants us to know that they exist. He wants us to know that we can operate in those gifts. He wants us to understand and I'm talking about the Lord Jesus Christ here. He wants us to understand that we can operate in these gifts and that these gifts will bring healing to mankind if we will operate in them as the Spirit of God wills. But to be uh, ignorant means that you just don't have a full knowledge of it. And then, you know, some people, they're not ignorant of the fact that there are gifts of the Spirit. But a lot of people say, well, they're done away with. They don't exist anymore. Well, they do exist. And a lot of people that say that is because they're not filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And the evidence of speaking in other tongues is the evidence that you're filled with the Spirit. And Jesus told his disciples, he says, Do not do anything until you're endued with power from on high. Go tarry in Jerusalem or wait in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes. When he comes, you'll be endued with power to go out and do the works of God. And if you'll study the book of Acts and the other Gospels, you'll find out that Jesus told his disciples to go tarry until they were endued with power from on high. And in the book of Acts, they were, because the Holy Spirit descended as a dove upon Jesus when he was baptized, but also on the day of Pentecost, he... He fell upon mankind and he came in as a mighty rushing wind and set upon each and every one of them. And then they all spoke in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Well, this was the beginning of the operation of the gifts of the Spirit. And if you'll look at Jesus' ministry, when the Holy Spirit descended upon him as a dove, that was the beginning of his ministry when he was anointed by the Holy Ghost. Now, uh, Let's go down here to verse 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. That means there are different gifts, but it's the same Spirit. There are differences of ministry, but the same Lord. That doesn't mean He's going to use everyone the same. And there are diversities of activities, but the same God who works all in all. Now, there are, the activities can be different, but it's the same God. It's only God that can, oper that can operate through you in the gifts of the Spirit. It's only the Holy Spirit that can operate through you. Now, verse 7, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. The gifts of the Spirit are manifestations of the Holy Ghost. Verse 8, for to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, 
to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Now all these gifts of the Spirit are operated and distributed to each individual as the Holy Spirit wills. Now, it doesn't mean that you can go out here and operate in the gifts of the Spirit as you will, but as He wills. And you'll know it because the anointing will come upon you. The anointing will rise up in you. The Holy Spirit will speak to your heart. You'll speak to your spirit. You'll know what He wants you to do. And as you step out in faith and do what He tells you to do, then He will operate this gift through you. Now, we need these gifts in operation in the church. There are some churches that believe in healing, but we don't see the gifts of the Spirit in operation as we should. But I believe in these last days that revival is coming and God wants a revival of the gifts of the Spirit, especially the power gifts, which will be special faith, working of miracles, and the gifts of healings. Now, the gifts of healings is plural. There is a gift to heal every disease and ailment. Whatever the case may be, there is a gift of healing for that ailment. Now, it doesn't say that it's the gift of healing. No, there are gifts of healings. God can heal anyone or anything as we obey Him and act as He wills. If we act upon the voice of God as He tells us to do what He wants us to do and operate in that gift as He wants us to, then healing will come. Now, uh, a lot of times, people want to operate in these gifts on their own, but you can lay hands on people in faith. And there is a special faith, but that's different than, uh, than faith in what the Word of God says in Mark 16. It says, They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You can lay hands on someone in faith and believe God that they're going to recover, and they will. But there's a difference when the gifts of the Spirit are in operation. And a lot of times, the gifts of the Spirit will work together. And I've had a lot of different times in my ministry that the Lord has given me a word of wisdom. And a word of wisdom is some, uh, a word knowing what is happening now and in the past. And a word of wisdom will be what is going to happen in the future. And I've had those two gifts that work simultaneously. And then he would have me to step, uh, have someone step out and uh, lay hands on them or whatever he tells you to do. And then they would be healed. But he would give a word of knowledge first so that he could have that person know that only God would know it and step out and knowing that God wants them to be healed. And then he uses you to manifest that healing and it's manifestations of the Holy Ghost, but he uses mankind and the gifts of the Spirit to help other people. Amen. The gifts of healings are given by God for supernatural healing without any natural means or from any source but from God. They're only from God. No one has a gift of healing, and there are gifts of healings. And as these, these gifts of healings manifest themselves, now there could be someone... And I've seen this in different cases that some people uh, are more anointed in the area of healing the lame. 
and some more anointed in the area of healing the blind and the deaf and so forth and so on. And uh, God will use those people mightily. He will, uh, you'll understand as you operate in the gifts of the Spirit that you're more anointed in some areas than others. And when you are, then you know, well, this is an area that God really wants to use me in. And some people I know have uh, uh, a greater anointing and uh, have more success in the area of tumors and growth and different things like that. And someone else may have an anointing to heal the lame. But you know, uh, in these last days, there can be people risen up to rise up as the Holy Spirit wills to heal people with COVID or any other disease. There is not any left out. The Lord Jesus Christ did a perfect work at Calvary. And it says in the word of God, by his stripes we were healed. And as the Holy Spirit manifests himself, there's not one disease on this planet that he cannot or will not heal because he is the almighty God. And sometimes we say, well, you know, God might do it and he might not. God will heal you if you believe him. And the gifts of the Spirit are manifested for the healing of mankind if you need healing. And uh, I believe in these last days that it's time for us in the body of Christ to rise up and say, Holy Spirit, use me in this area. Use me in the gifts of healings. Show me the gift that you want me to operate in. Desire those gifts. Expect those gifts to manifest on in your life and in your ministry as he wills. Ask him to use you. And this is something I found out about the Holy Spirit. He will never override your will. And when we ask him to do something, then uh, he has permission to do it. He won't override your will, but he will use you and he will anoint you to do the work of God. But we must ask him and desire those gifts and expect those gifts to be manifested when we come into our church services and into our special meetings. And also, out in the streets. Now, I was in a meeting, in a Holy Ghost meeting in Louisville, Kentucky one time. And I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I need you to make me the minister that you want me to be. Change me inside to make me the person you want me to be. To make me the minister you want me to be. To do the things you want me to do. And uh, I left that meeting. Walked out the doors, and as soon as I walked out, I was arrested by the Holy Spirit. I looked over, and he said, look at that man on the park bench. I looked over at him, and he says, go pray for him, and he will be healed. I went over there and asked him, I said, well, do you need healing? He says, I do. I've had diabetes for years, and I need healing for that. I said, the Lord wants you to be healed today. I prayed for him, laid hands on him, and he was instantly healed totally well, walked down the street. There was a man, another man sitting in a corner. He was talking to a couple of ladies. He looked up at me, and he seen the glory of God on me. He said, I want what you have. I went over there and led him to the Lord Jesus Christ, led him through the sinner's prayer. He received Jesus Christ into his heart. He was completely changed that day, and all this happened in a few minutes. And the Lord told me, that's what I want you to do. He says, this is what I want your ministry to be. Everywhere you go, you present 
me wherever you're at and allow the Holy Spirit to manifest himself through you. That is the ministry I've called you to. Not to keep it behind church doors, but everywhere we go, we obey the voice of God, we obey the Holy Ghost, and let him do what he wants to through us. Now, the Lord Jesus Christ, he didn't go into the synagogue and sit down and say, if anybody needs to be healed, we're going to have a healing service today. Everywhere Jesus went, he healed everyone that needed healing. Everywhere Jesus went, he was used by the Holy Ghost to do the will of God. This is the thing we need to be under, to understand and be used in, is to use in the gift of the Spirit as Jesus was, and allow the Holy Ghost to use us as he wills, everywhere we're at. It doesn't have to be in church. It doesn't have to be in a, in a service. And a lot of times... We think that we have to be in that environment, but we don't because God is God no matter where we're at. This is something that God showed me. He said, and if you'll study John chapter 14 and John chapter 17, I admonish you to study those two chapters and ask the Holy Ghost to reveal this to you, to teach you in that word. But Jesus, uh, he told his disciples, he said, You've been with me all this time and you don't know me. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And he said, at least believe me for the work's sake. I'm just paraphrasing this. But he says, don't. He says, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But the time is coming that you'll be in me and me in the Father and the Father in you. He said that we're all one. He said it, and then he said, it's not me doing the works anyway. It's the Father doing the works through me. The Father God, by the Holy Ghost, and the Lord Jesus Christ uses us to manifest himself upon this planet, as he did through Jesus. You say, well, Jesus was the Son of God, but if you'll study the Scriptures, he didn't do anything until he was anointed by the Holy Ghost. But he came so we could be born again and that we could be born in his likeness and be used as he was used upon this planet while he walked upon this planet. And we have to understand that we are not all anointed as Jesus was because he had all the gifts of the Spirit in operation. But corporately we are as a As a corporate, we are, as each and every person in the body of Christ steps out and does what God tells us to do, and we operate in a gift that he wants to use us in, then then we are as Christ, the whole body working together. And Jesus said in John chapter 14, the works that I do, you shall you do, and greater works than these shall you do, because I'm going to my Father. Now, today, medical science can do a lot to help people, but only God heals. You have to keep this in the forefront of our mind. Only God heals. You can't heal anybody. I don't care if you're operating in the gifts of the Spirit. You couldn't heal anybody. I couldn't heal anyone. Nobody can heal anybody, but the Holy Spirit can. He can heal everybody on this planet. He could do it all at one time. But the thing is, He uses us to manifest himself through. Now, doctors, they practice medicine during the COVID outbreak. They had to experiment with drugs to help stop the spread 
But God is our healer, and we cannot confuse medical science with the gifts of healing. Now, there is the gift that God has given mankind knowledge, a gift of knowing how uh, science works to a degree that we have uh, got vaccines for different uh, diseases, and there's a vaccine for polio uh, that it stopped polio. And, uh, and there's uh, the measles, there's a vaccine for that, different things that God has given man knowledge in those areas, but that's completely different from the gifts of healings because the gifts of healings are manifestations of the Holy Ghost and you're instantly healed. Amen. There have been many plagues in the past, but as we've seen in the past, that many have been healed instantly without the help of medicine. We're thankful for what medical science has done and can do, but we cannot let it take the place of the healing power of God. Now, um, we have to understand that God is not against doctors. I have a spirit-filled physician. He's my primary care physician, and he was one of the first uh, physicians that Paul Roberts took to South America and started a clinic down there. And God directed Oil Roberts to build a city plex towers where there's a hospital and a cancer ward. And some of my friends were volunteers there. They prayed for patients regularly and saw great results. God isn't opposed to doctors. He wants us all well, no matter what it takes. He wants us all healed and prosperous. And medicine has its place, but God is our ultimate healer. And we have to understand that. And as we do that, and we understand that the Word of God, He said the Word is our healing. In the Psalms, it says that He sent His Word and healed us. That's what it says. So we have to not let anything take the place of the Word of God. Always put it first and ask God to use us in the gifts of the Spirit to help other people. Now let's look at an example in Luke chapter 5. Jesus cleansed the leper. Now let's start in verse 12. And it happened when he was in a certain city that behold, a man was full of leprosy, who was full of leprosy, saw Jesus, and he fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Then he put his hand out and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately the leprosy left him, and he charged him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing as a testimony to them, just as Moses commanded. However, the report went around concerning him all the more, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. So he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. Now, he healed that leper, but it was a gift of healing that healed that leper. And when he did, he said, don't tell anybody, but go uh, make an offering and uh, as a testimony to them. But when the report went out that Jesus was the healer, then multitudes came to him to hear and to be healed by him. Jesus Christ is our healer. He manifests himself by the Holy Ghost through us so that we can heal mankind. So that the gifts of healings can operate as they did through him. 
And he wants to use each and every person in the body of Christ that will allow him to. The only thing you have to do is to be filled with the Holy Ghost and to be born again. To be born again first and then filled with the Spirit. Then you're qualified to be a partaker of the gifts of the Spirit. And the Holy Ghost will use you as he wills. Now, healing was one of the prominent gifts of the Spirit in the Lord Jesus Christ's ministry. And he is the greatest example we have concerning the gifts of healings. Let's look at another example. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 24. Then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics, and paralytics, and he healed them. The gifts of healings operated through the Lord Jesus Christ and anybody that was afflicted with a disease and torments that were demon-possessed, epileptics, paralytics, he healed them all. No matter what it was, there was no a distinction of whether God could heal him or not. No, they, they came to him and all the gifts of the Spirit, all the gifts of healings, every gift of healing, the Lord Jesus Christ operated in. There is no disease on this planet or ever going to be that Jesus Christ himself did not take care of on the cross at Calvary. By his stripes we were healed. Luke chapter 4 verse 40. When the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. He healed every one of them by gift of healing. One of the gifts was, it was a gift for every sickness of various diseases, every sickness. There was a gift of healing for that. And the Lord Jesus Christ operated in that gift and each and every one were healed. And today, if we will ask the Lord to use us in these gifts of healings, say, Lord, use me in that gift. Help me to heal the sick. Use me to help mankind recover from sicknesses and ailments and diseases. And he will be faithful to use you if you'll ask him to. Let's look at Luke chapter 6 verse 19. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for power went out from him and healed them all. He was anointed by the Holy Ghost and the gifts of the Spirit operated through Jesus Christ and healed them all. And if you'll look at the scriptures, you'll find out he never healed anyone until he was filled with the Holy Ghost, until he was anointed by him. Then all the gifts of the Spirit operated through him. He operated in all the, the ministry gifts, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the teacher, each and every one. He operated in all those. He had the anointing without measure, and he was our ultimate example in these in these last days, we must rise up and allow him to use us so that we can be a part that he wants to use to help manifest himself through. So that the corporate, everyone working together, if we'll all work together as, as we're supposed to and be operating all the gifts that we're supposed to,
then there will not be any more sickness because there'd be every person healed if every person in the body of Christ would do what they're supposed to do. And I'm fully convinced of that. Let's look at Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus with Nazareth with of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Now, did it say anything except that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power? Now, how did he perform the works that he did? By the Holy Ghost and power. And he went, went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. He did it by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And we will do it by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Not to the measure that Jesus did, but you use your measure. Someone else uses their measure. Someone else uses their measure. And 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 then we come together and say the anointing upon us equal the Lord Jesus Christ if we'll all do it. But instead, just a few people are operating in these instead of everyone that can, and we're not seeing the manifestations as we should. But it is time for that to happen, people. I believe we need to be in great desire of the gifts of the Spirit. Let's look at Luke chapter 4, and we'll start in verse 16. So he went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sought to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So all bore witness to him and marveled at the gracious words which were proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is this not Joseph's son? This is Joseph's son. Is Joseph not a carpenter? Is that not Joseph's son, the one that helps him build cabinets and build houses? Is that not Joseph's son? And he stood up and said these things. And this is exactly what they were saying about him. But they didn't understand that that was the Holy Ghost doing the works, that it was the Lord Jesus Christ that he was using to manifest himself through, that it was the Lord Jesus Christ that was anointed by the Holy Ghost with power and went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And it is you, no matter who you are and what you are. You can be a carpenter. You could be a race car driver. You could be a teacher. You could be a city manager. You could be a anybody. You could be someone, uh, a provost of a university. You could be the, the president of a university. You could be 
the president of the United States. You could be the governor of Oklahoma. You could be anyone, and God still manifests himself through you. But then when he does, and other people might say, well, uh, are they not, uh, who are they? Then you have to say, I am anointed by the Holy Ghost to heal the sick. That's what you say. And you rise up and say, and today this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. I'm going about doing good and healing all that are oppressed of the devil as I am used by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now let's look at John chapter 14. Do you not believe that I am in the Father? This is Jesus talking to his disciples. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does the works. He's saying it's the Father dwelling in him by the Holy Ghost that does the works. Verse 11, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Verse 12, most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these will he do, because I'm going to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. When we speak forth the name of Jesus, all power is behind that name. And when we speak forth his name, he presents all that he is. Let's look at verse 15 now. If you believe me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you a, another helper that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. We have to understand that the Holy Ghost dwells in us. The same Holy Ghost dwells in us that dwelled in Jesus. The same Holy Ghost dwells in us that dwells in Jesus. The Spirit of Jesus lives in us. The Spirit of the Father God lives in us. And it's not us that does the works. It's Him doing the works as we obey Him. And this is what the Lord Jesus Christ did. He obeyed the Holy Ghost and everything that he did. The Holy Spirit told him what to do. He stepped out and did it. And he only did what he seen his father uh, do. And he only said what he heard his father say. That's what we have to do. We do only what he tells us to do. And we only say what he tells us to say. When it comes to ministry, well, that's the way we have to do it. Verse 19. A little while longer and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you will live also. And at that day you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. That means that we are one with the Father God. We are one with the Lord Jesus Christ by the Holy Ghost. There is no separation. There's been so much preaching and condemnation preaching going on you better get right with god today brother because if you don't you'll end up in hell man when the truth about the matter is 
The Father God lives inside you and you live inside him. We are one. Doesn't mean you won't break fellowship with him and you don't need to ask him to forgive you. And we do need to do that. We need to stay in fellowship with him at all times so we can hear his voice. And that's exactly what the devil is after, to get you into sin so that you can't hear the voice of God and you won't obey God then because if you're in sin, you're not going to obey the voice of God. You're going to go around all day trying to get rid of it instead of obeying the Holy Ghost so that he can't manifest himself through you. Now let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 11. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. The Holy Spirit does the works through us as he did through Jesus. With a measure, through us as the body of Christ. It was without measure to the Lord Jesus Christ, but as the body collectively, we can do the works Jesus did and greater works because there's more of us than, than just the Lord doing the works alone. He was anointed as a prophet when the gifts of the healings operated through him. Every person in the body is eligible to operate in these gifts of healing as the Holy Spirit wills. Now, in the Old Testament, only the prophet, priest, and king were anointed. Jesus operated as a prophet in his ministry. And he was anointed as a prophet, and he operated in his gifts as a prophet. But as a child of the living God, we are eligible for the anointing because of the new birth, because of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, because of that blood sitting in heaven beside the Father God that declares that we are totally forgiven of every sin, that we are cleansed and it will no longer be held against us if we confess it. Amen? Now, we have to remember this. The gifts of healings is plural, and there is a gift of healing to heal every disease, ailment, oppression, no matter what the case may be. Let's look at Matthew chapter 4 and verse 24 again. Then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics, and paralytics, and he healed them. We must desire these gifts of healings and let the Holy Spirit use us as we yield to him in obedience to his will. Let us remember it is him doing the works through us as he wills. We can't do it on our own. It's only him operating through us. And you say, well, I'm not worthy. If you're a child of God and you're being born again by the Holy Ghost and you're being blood washed by the Lord Jesus Christ's blood, then you are eligible. And he will use you as he wills. Just say, Lord, I'm forgiven of every sin. I'm filled with your spirit. I desire the gifts of the spirit. Use me today. And he will. He's faithful when the opportunity arises, but don't make it happen. Wait upon him and allow him to speak to your heart when he wants to do it. That's where people get in trouble. And then they lose their confidence in what they can do because they don't see manifestations. They don't see the healing take place. 
because you're doing it in the flesh instead of by the Spirit. You have to let the Holy Spirit do it. Then it will manifest, and then it will be a great manifestation, and there will be great results. Amen. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 1. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. We must teach people how to keep their healing after they are healed so the enemy won't come in and steal their healing as well. We have to teach them that the Lord Jesus Christ, through the gifts of the Holy Ghost, has healed them, that they are completely healed. And I know of different instances where people have been healed by a manifestation of God. And then uh, the devil would try to come in with symptoms and put that symptom upon someone and then say, well, I thought I got healed, but I didn't, I guess, because I'm still got that disease. When they knew that they didn't have it for a month or two months, then all of a sudden it came back. Well, it's nothing but the devil trying to come in and steal it from you and put a symptom on you. And that's where you have to rise up and say, absolutely not, devil. The Lord Jesus Christ healed me then by the Holy Ghost. I was healed then. I'm healed now. You can take your symptoms and you can leave. I will not allow that in my body. He took it from me. He healed me. I will not allow that. You have to go, Satan, and take your ailments and your symptoms with you and speak to whatever that is. It could be whatever the disease or the ailment or whatever it is and say, you have to go. I will not allow you in my body. I was healed then. I'm healed now. And do not allow anything but healing after it has manifested in your body. And if you go out and God teaches you how to operate in these gifts and he uses you, then teach people how to keep their healing after they receive it. Teach them that that enemy will try to come in to steal, but do not allow him to come in to steal their healing from them. I believe that you have learned a lot today through this message. And I thank you for joining us today. I ask you to, to pray that God would use you mightily in the gifts of the Spirit. And I pray for you that God will use you mightily in these gifts, that he will manifest himself through you, and that you'll see great results. Thank you for joining us today. We love you, and God bless you. If you would like to support our ministry, you can become a partner by clicking the support link in the description. You can also give by going to our website, wacba.org, and clicking on the giving tab. Thank you so much for supporting us to help us send the gospel around the world through our podcast. We pray God's blessings be upon you abundantly, and we thank you so much in Jesus' name.